I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Come on. Music Station. Hey, Apologies TV Guide. Here we go. Here we go. What you talking about, Paul? Gango, gango. To mango, mango. <laughs> Morning, Pudgy. What is the starty Pudge? What is the starty Pudge? I've never been to Tamangos. I got the bus there once. Would you not be too young for Tamangos? You see, that was half their problem there. They had a reputation for, uh, they did an over 30s night or something. Probably in Jurassic Park. <laughs> And here is Kuga. And she's chatting up a Garda who's just come off duty. Waiting for a prey. How are you, lads? Is all right? Good, yeah, yeah good. Yeah, you're big uh, back on the Jose Mourinho bus there, Jimmer. Uh, we went on penos the other yeah, night. Yeah, he is. Yeah, well. Jim is, Jim is Lockhart in the bus for Jose, Podge. The Haribo Cup, they'll win a load of jellies. You played a load of jellies. <laughs> <laughs> and what about uh, Jürgen having a, a ding-dong with Kino? Brilliant, isn't it? I was just saying it was a bit sloppy, that's all. Yeah, back in your box, Kino. He looks I hope that goes on all season. That'd be rough. Uh, <laughs> so, will I tell you what I'm. Uh, Why do you want to diss me, Jim? Well, I haven't seen it, but everyone, everyone, the listeners, everyone I know, everyone is watching. The nurses telling us they're watching this. I mean, about four listeners this week have said, I'm watching Ratchet. And we've made all the jokes and oh yeah really no, yeah. sorry Jim has made all the jokes Ratchet and Clank and everything yeah but like it's 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 a real thing and everybody seems to be watching it's number one in Ireland Ratchet seems like a rather personal question well I'm sorry ma'am didn't mean to make you uncomfortable I didn't say you made me uncomfortable I said the question was personal sorry you should bathe more often. Your fingernails are filthy. Oh, imagine what you think of you, Podge. Yeah, you really should do something about this house. It smells of Benji. Although, Podge, she drives the type of car that you would definitely know how to fix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big old clunkers, are they? Morris's. I've seen the full three-minute trailer, and there's lo- lots of fellas getting injections and taking tablets, and she's dancing around like a female joker. Well, I watched the first one, Jim, or I couldn't watch it. Oh, why not? Oh, like, if you're into gaudy violence, then, yeah. But Jace, Jace, the blood in the fourth one. Does oh. um, uh, Jimmy don't play that? Well, lads, I'm going to go back to last week actually. What? If, if Ratchet, because I don't like the the gore. Last week you mentioned Criminal UK, which yeah. is season two. 
I ended up watching all of season one, which is three episodes. Did you binge it? And half of season two, which oh. is two episodes. Still got two to go. There's seven episodes in total. It is, I'm not joking now. Stand by for this, everyone. The greatest thing I've seen on Netflix. He's doing the Donald Trump thing with his thumb and his index. Since Breaking Bad. He's doing, he's doing De Niro's Thank you very much Jimmer. No problem Yeah that's the it, kind of thing I recommend It is brilliant the, the acting Unreal David Tennant's in it Jon Snow's in it uh, Everybody who's in The uh, interrogation room Is just an incredible actor Oh my god It's yeah. something about The closeness Of the two little rooms That just Hypes it up Isn't it There's tension all the time It's so good Well if you like Crime And you like True crime this is my recommend for the week. Started last night on Netflix. American Murder, The Family Next Door. It's the footage and the text messages and the social media and the news reports around a real event that happened in America in 2018. You know, like, it's a virtual a Fife's factory full of bananas, but major gooage, lads. Give what? that a heavy pencil. Let's have a little listen and see what we think. My name's Nicole, and I'm calling because I'm concerned about a friend of mine. I dropped her off at her house at 2 in the morning last night, and I haven't been able to get a hold of her this morning. I've gone to her house, and her car is there. She won't answer phone calls. She won't answer text messages. What's her name? Shanann Watt. Hey, guys. My name is Shanann. I just want you to know a little bit of my story. I went through one of the darkest times of my life, and then I met Chris. And he's the best thing that has ever happened to me. How you doing? How's it going? There was no note or anything. No. I don't know what to do right now. That's my recommend for this Sunday. A life on our planet with God himself. Oh, I love this man. He doesn't just do a bit of work for the BBC. He also does some work for Netflix. I love this guy. I've seen some of this. It's so brilliant. Tonight... We've got rather different programme for you. I am David Attenborough, and I am 93. I've had the most extraordinary life. It's only now that I appreciate how extraordinary. The living world is a unique and spectacular marvel. Yet the way we humans live on Earth is sending it into a decline. Human beings have overrun the world. We're replacing the wild with the tame. This film is my witness statement and my vision for the future. The story of how we came to make this our greatest mistake. If we act now, we can yet put it right. Wow. Oh, that is so good. The Graham Norton show is back, lad. Hey. Do they have actual guests or is it Zooms? No, it's actually, well, it's actually there. I don't know. I'm sick of I Zooms. Don't know. I, I, yeah. Sarah Pascoe, she'll turn up. She'll turn up. <laughs> Give it to you. Look to you. Look to you. There he is, there he goes. Criminal UK. David Attenborough. David Attenborough. They're your two big takeaways. <laughs> Apart from the Chinese. Oh, I love the Chinese now. 
the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Dublin's hit music station. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Sell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. I love you, sponsor. I love you. Congratulations are in order for Nicki Minaj and husband Kenneth Petty, who have reportedly welcomed their first child into the world, according to TMZ, who are a very trustworthy organisation. Oh, yeah. Is that fella, is he allowed to come home again yet? Oh, he's home, isn't he? That's years ago, though. I never forget him. Well, what did he say? He said, <laughs> "The Irish, they wouldn't know who Beyonce is." And I'm from Cork. He did actually say, "I'm from know Cork." Who Beyonce is. That's it. Didn't I have a Twitter Twitter pop at him, and he pop a Twitter pop back? It's very unlike me. Can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she gave birth anyway in LA on Wednesday, and the baby's gender and name have not yet been revealed. So okay. we will break that news as soon as you. It's not going to be like. It's not going to be a run-of-the-mill name, is it? I wouldn't say so. It must be an Irish thing that we're obsessed with the weight because it would be very easy to also throw on the old £10, £7. I don't, people don't do the weights anymore, do they? Well, they do in Ireland, though. No, it's all gender reveal parties now. <laughs> yeah, but then you reveal. Did you see that couple in Dubai? They took over this whole side of a hotel. It cost them millions like just what, to the go boom. It? Yeah, just to like have all pink balloons or whatever it was popping out the side of it. You just got a projector screen and ladle on a Thursday morning. Have said, yeah, we'd rather not say. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we'd rather not say at the moment. That's all right with you. Dick. Shirley Ballas wants strictly to come dancing viewers to keep an open mind when watching the new series. It's uh, as the head judge shared her excitement at having boxer Nicola Adams paired in the show's first same-sex couple, which Graham Norton says the show didn't need. And uh, Shirley gave the one show her thoughts on it. How are you, Shirley? Are you Have Shirley? you got a nut allergy or not? I'm so excited about that. And I really urge the viewers to look with an open mind and remember two men have danced together for years on Broadway, different shows, two women. I had a little girl partner myself. It's movement to music with great technique. Is it not like mixed doubles? It's just like tennis, right? So you get the, you get the men, you get the women, you get yeah. the mixed doubles. Only the other way around. It's like... Unmixed doubles. Yeah, same same mixed doubles. It's all about the footwork. It is. And That's right. Like, so who would have an advantage there? There wouldn't be an advantage if it was two girls or two boys, would it? No. And in fairness to Graeme, no, no, disrespect Graeme, you're only one person, you're only one opinion. So when you're two lads dancing, yeah, does one have to decide who's leading? Because like that's how it works in a lot of those dances. There's one person who's the lead, and the other person is the is the follower. That's how you mirror each other. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it. That could be it, Jim. So how do you? So do they flip a coin, or is it just one person's very good at leading? Heads or tails? I don't know. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Ed Sheeran. Everyone's re- you know the way lots of celebrities are revealing their. Uh, he definitely had a gender reveal party. Their accounts. I doubt it. He'd write a song. It's a girl. It's a girl. <laughs> She's in the world. When I looked into your eyes. When I felt your tummy. Your knees are at the end of your thighs. Yeah, it definitely gave body parts in there. Yeah. And bre- breathing on. Yeah. I felt your breath on my hand. And my hand for the first time. Anyway, <laughs> guess how much his company is earning. What's his company called? A week. Do you know? Uh, a week, I would say. Oh, e, uh, 300,000. Ed Sheeran Limited. Ed right? Sheeran Limited. Oh, okay. thought something a bit cooler would have been. You yeah, know, I would have thought it would be like. Ginger Productions or something. Yellow House. Yellow I can't, House. I can't believe it's not Sheeran. Lego house, yeah. Um, 
300 grand a week? More. Oh. <laughs> Over a mil? It's 1 million euro a week. A week. That's how much he's making. And he's not even around at the moment. Like, he's not touring. This is just from his, you sales, know, yeah. sales and his... Very few artists now will have a back catalogue. Modern artists these days, but he's definitely one of them. I'd like his publishing for like you know a month's worth of his publishing because he's written so many songs. And you've probably still got a Chung one who either gets pocket money or gets paid and goes on and buys an Ed Sheeran hoodie, like today, just because he has the treads as well, doesn't he? He's, yeah. got, he's got gear. Yeah. What's that called? Just merchandise. Other revenue streams. What's the name for it. What clothing range? His upholster. An upholster? No, not upholster. They cover couches, don't they? <laughs> you can't get an Ed Sheeran couch, please don't. Um, this um, is the couch yeah. I used to sleep in when I had no house. And now I've got 22 of them. Right. Loads more coming up after seven. We'll have a look at the papers and look at the world, see what's going on. Student got COVID after a desk swap. And Melania Trump and her husband, the President of the United States, have both tested positive. Are they tested positive? For coronavirus. I saw he was going into quarantine. And Hazel... You've ruined your lead. I, I wouldn't say I've ruined your lead, Hazel. Yeah, I'm you just, have, because uh, now everyone knows what's going on. No, but yeah, Hazel- and I'm on like in like eight seconds. Exactly. I <sighs> said four. So let's so, let's so Hazel, look. I'm going to press You're nearly part of this, so Hazel. Pretend you didn't hear the last ten Shut seconds. Shut him. Shh, shh. It's 7 a.m. Shh. Thanks, Crossy. I'm just thanking Crossy because he's been to the coffee shop. Bam, bam. Oh, so. the smell of it and the fresh air and the first thing in the morning in the studio. What's your favourite things? Now, one of my favourite things is uh, first coffee. Second coffee's never as good. First coffee's the best. Yeah, well, as Hazel revealed yesterday, uh, I hope I'm not spoiling any more stories. <laughs> you probably her. are. But she said, one in five of us bought a coffee machine during lockdown. That's right. I think I got in just before. But see, there was a thing last night and it was coffee shops where the dubs live but were commuting. They're getting the bump because the dubs are working. Let's say you live in Kells, but you commuted. Let's say you lived in Rat, you live in Ratope, you commuted. Now you don't have to. Yeah, you're going to the local coffee shops there to get your coffee now. Good stuff. But all the coffee shops in town are, are screwed. And did you know that Northside Dublin is not as badly affected as Southside Dublin? Right. Weird. Um, Foil Arms and Hog have done a very funny skit where they've done different products if they were people. Okay. So uh, Boeing and I think I can't remember who else Boeing and some other company who haven't been doing very well are at a party and they're saying how how terrible this has all been and the next thing Amazon shows up and goes hey lad says it's terrible isn't it (laughs) we're all in this together and he's got all these boxes and he goes really are you having a bad time oh yeah we're all in this together see you now bye well Boeing made it only worse by themselves by being greedy and reckless so good, good enough for them um Give toddlers half a plain biscuit a week. Health Minister unveils guidance to tack- tackle obesity crisis. Half a plain? How could you get anything done with that? Toddlers should be rationed to one square of chocolate. <laughs> Best of luck with this trampoline boy. <laughs> or half a plain biscuit a week. Is it trampoline pla- boy saying this? Yes. <laughs> half Doing. Doing. And if you want to be bold, a parent offered a child aged between one and four some tatoes or sweets you should limit the portion to three single crisps. Come now, here. look, look, I'm, we're laughing, but like, maybe we should listen very carefully. Or, su- any or sweets, three sweets once a week. So three crisps, not, not three packets, doing, three crisps. Doing. Doing. You just see Stephen Dolly's egghead bobbing up and down over the... They are inherently dangerous, he's right. Did any, Smiths, did you drop a big huge trampoline outside Donnelly's gaff the day after he did that? Because it was Ryanair and they sold trampolines, they would have. 
Yeah, that's not really how Smiths roll, is it? They don't do sort of aggressive campaigning. Dying. The strict new guidance for healthy eating has been published by the Department of Health. Now, listen, we should listen to it because we do have a problem with this. Obesity is now manifesting itself in children as young as five, with estimates of up to 15% are overweight and one in 20 are obese. So, you know, you do see... Every so often you see a kid in a, in a buggy like lashing into a king-size Mars bar. It's a very sweet... <laughs> you do? I've never seen that shit. Shut up, Warren! <laughs> Eat that! <laughs> Here's your tight, though. Shut up! Stop it. It's a very sweeping generalisation to suggest. There's no doubt that... Uh, there's, there's more than that consumed in my house and they're fine. But it, yes, I mean, look... Well, it's, it's we ba- should give. They should eat more fruit. Not every every kid's different. So one of your kids would. Well, this love isn't stuff. the kids' fault. This is the parents have to listen to this. Yeah, but it's not just the parents. They're exposed to advertising. They're exposed to. But Johnny has this. Why can't I go well, to you McDonald's? Know yourself, like you know, you wouldn't be a big fan like myself of fizzy drink. And my kids no, don't drink. They've never fizzy drinks. They've never had that. But like some of their mates would be lashing into the fizzy drinks. Not not many, but a lot of them. One of my kids is actually afraid of fizzy drinks. Afraid of they are urged to serve smaller portions because small tummies need small portions and try and stick to a food pyramid. Now, did they not remember the food pyramid back in the day? Yeah, no, it still exists. Yeah, yeah but that there. food pyramid has been proven to be absolutely wrong. Horse, is it? Absolutely wrong, yeah. That's what got us all in trouble. Okay, but there's all just like a little bit of protein, yeah. lots of grains and greens. I'm talking about the old one, not the newish ones. How I did don't it change? I don't, I don't know about this pyramid now, maybe they changed it. Okay, I only ever see them in doctor surgeries anyway, really. Vegetables and fruit are next, with milk, yogurt and cheese after that, then a meat, poultry, fish, eggs, beans, nuts, followed by fats. I just think the idea of giving a kid a quarter of a digestive biscuit a week, so they get one That's full a, biscuit half, a month. Half a week, here's your half a biscuit. <laughs> half a plain biscuit. It's not even a hobnob. Over a month. Hobnob would be like a couple of crumbs. Over a month, you're going to get one biscuit. Please, sir, can I have some more? No. Or I'm moving into next door's gaff. They're much sounder. Look, it's important. <laughs> it absolutely is. But I just think that's not realistic for a lot of parents and, and kids. Who did I see? It was Connor Pope on Twitter yesterday said, how am I going to break it to my kids that they've had three weeks of their potato ration already yesterday? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's normal. But like, there's lots of things us Irish do. We drink too much compared to what we do, the unit's recommendation we, is. And, and We have an affected attitude to a lot do, of things. We do. Yeah. We really do. But I, see, this is what the thing. If, you, if you're going to say eat half a biscuit, a quarter, you're not saying no. Half a plain biscuit a week. Okay, so you can have two. And months. one square of two chocolate. Months. One square of chocolate. <laughs> one square. But the <laughs> they don't even sell them. Oh, that'll be the next thing now. Cadbury's will want to get involved and be sustainable, and they'll sell bars with just one square of chocolate in them and charge you. So you know when you get a cup of coffee and you get a little tiny little biscuit at the side of it. Oh yeah. That's all a kid's going to get a week. According to this, my two chocolates of yesterday's last night it was about ten o'clock. They were gone in seconds. Yeah, but you're not a toddler. With some Yorkshire tea, I'm not a toddler. No, where did you get that Yorkshire tea? I've been looking everywhere. everywhere. Not everywhere. Iceland. That's oh. the only place. No, it's not. There's other places, but they charge you four times the amount, and the Iceland box is bigger. Get the Yorkshire into your face. We nearly didn't mention COVID at all in this uh, this look of the world this morning. It's, it's bloody brilliant. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, yeah, some very cool pictures coming in from John. I don't know if John's up a crane oh, or that what. that looks like a crane, yeah. See the uh, convention centre there. Are you up a crane, John? Yeah. Liberty Hall there. Those buildings that are pyramids but aren't actually Ulster Bank. I don't know what they are. They're behind Ulster Bank. Everyone thinks they're the bank. Uh, so, I don't know where he is. Where is he, John? What is that thing behind is that Ulster Con- Bank? It's not a concert, is it? I just different offices. It, it looks offices. like it could be the... 
Or is it where the central... That's Abbey Street, is it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's Abbey Street. Abbey Street, a concert. It's definitely further up, anyway. Anyway, it's a nice view, John. Right very well, tell us where you are, John, will you? Send us your view this morning, where, wherever it is. You know, it could be the dashboard of a van or your kitchen table because you're already up. How's everyone's backs doing from the old kitchen tables? If you didn't get to bring a work chair home, are you in bits? So I, uh, what I did, uh, I st- as you know, I started getting pains in my back from sitting yeah. on those crap chairs. Yeah, I, I got a, a decent chair. You know, dining chairs aren't meant for eight hours a day or whatever yeah, it is. I, I started standing. Right, and how did that work out for you? Much better. I much prefer standing. Has anyone got a standing desk for working oh, from I'd home? I'd love to get one of them. Yeah. That's the future, man. Stand- yeah, but I don't know, but again, eight hours. But you, you can to- sit down for a while, but you just yeah. stand up so you... Like you Bit you know, of both. Yeah, you, for half an hour you sit down, you do your typing, whatever, then you stand up and do your phone calls. One of my neighbours has turned his, uh, one of his spare rooms into such an office, he's put the frosted windows down at the bottom part of the glass. Oh, that's very... So you can't see his... Uh, it's very primary school, isn't it? Can't see his legs. Yeah, it's one of which I'm not really sure. I wouldn't like frosted. I'm, I'm not a big I, fan of frosted. I don't want to bring up the planning laws, but uh, I'm pretty sure you can't change the front of your house at all without planning permission. But hey, you can change the glass, can't you? Uh, anything to change the front, but I'm not that kind of neighbour. I'll talk about the radio, but I won't. You're not that kind of neighbour. You, you CCTV'd somebody having a dog poo outside your house. That was literally across the front of my house, though. <laughs> then you put it that on was, CNN. That was, that was my old house, so it's, it's, it's too small a world where I am now. You'd be caught. Um, look, the dog took a dump outside my driveway, okay? And the, the owner saw them do it. They needed to clean it up. I'm not apologising for that. I'm not that kind of neighbour. Uh, morning, men. First coffee of uh, Friday. Oh, nice. Now, how come it's so bright in your garden? Yeah, it's it is very bright, isn't it? Yeah, your pictures. That's fake news. That's not your... Yeah, in South Africa or something. That's not your... Where are you? I wouldn't say it's fake news. It's, just it's not the same clouds as we have. We're in a... Courtyard yeah. type thing I'm looking out on. Maybe their view is just Maybe a bit it's better. A bit brighter, yeah. Maybe the, pe- the camera lightened it up. Did you choose that pink ball yourself, yeah? I like it. It's kind of more of a, a salmon colour, I would say. Uh, the crane, I think Very he's in the crane. Aren't you? Top of Moor Lane is where uh, Moor Lane. John is. Look at that. So we're yeah, up there. Obviously, Moor Lane. Wow. Oh, lads, that view is unreal. We'll post this. We'll, we'll tweet this and we'll put it on Instagram. It's class. What are you listening and to it is much John brighter out where he is, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think it's just our courtyard. You know, um, Dublin's looking deadly. Where is Moore Lane now? I'll have to look that up on the map to find out exactly where he is. Des is in Rohini and the salmon wall is the landlord's choice. <laughs> 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 right, well, look, whatever, whatever you're staring at this morning, we'd love to see it. Uh, if anything especially cool like John's view from the crane which is all around Dublin. He can, he's the spires in front of him right around to the mountains. He can, it's 360 panoramic of Dublin. I remember I was moving into an apartment and there was a kitchen that was very exposed in this apartment. And I said, What do you mean exposed? Like just you, very, like people could see into the kitchen. Oh. I said, Is there, you could get a curtain here, couldn't I? Because there was no curtain on it. And, yeah. they, and they said, What do you want a curtain there for? You're not hardly going to be having it away on the kitchen table, are you? <laughs> and I was the landlord the said this. Yeah. It's like, All right. Landlords. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Stephen's on the way to uh, to Wicklow or in Wicklow from Rush. That's a bit of a cr- trek every day, and he's not even hugging the overtaken lane. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Autobuy. Tell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit Autobuy.ie. So, what's happening in the world of Shinobiz? Well, I'll tell you. Um. 
It was the first trailer for Borat's subsequent movie film. Delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue. What a title. Uh, here is the trailer. Fourteen years ago, I released a movie film which brought great shame to Kazakhstan. But now I was instructed to return to Yankee land to carry out secret mission. I go to America! What is more dangerous, this uh, virus or the Democrat? Democrats. Democrats. Uh, Killing some of the virus. No, you can't see the virus. No, it's still there. If you think you see a virus go like that. This makes the virus sleepy. And then when it's sleeping... The daddy has a lot to learn. My daddy is the smartest person in the whole flat world. And while the risk of coronavirus remains low, as the president said yesterday, we're ready for anything. Michael Penis, I brought the girl for you. Borat's subsequent movie film. Well, uh, spoiler, the president now has it. He has it and so does. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the vice president, don't they? Uh, I don't know about my pants, but Melania does anyway. Uh, if they were all in the same helicopter, chances are they, they have to too. They have to quarantine Pelosi in case she becomes the leader. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Make sure they do then. Yeah. Right. So uh, it's, that's happening somewhere in the world right now. FA 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euro. FM 104's Instagram Adam uh, when your girlfriend turns 30 there's usually people who start asking you awkward questions we're not going to be those guys we're just giving <laughs> you the heads up what's her name? her name is Orla and she's actually my wife she'd kill me um, if she knew you were saying a friend as opposed to wife oh that's yeah. okay then well, uh, it'd be big news to her to find out you had a girlfriend wouldn't it? it would it would be big news to both of us I just assumed because <laughs> she's 30 on Monday you weren't married yet because you know 
everyone gets married older these days. No, young love, young love. When did you meet? How young were you? Uh, ten years ago. Oh, just, God, just, just little babies. nippers. Twenty. Yeah. And what are you going to do for the day? Uh, well, there's not a huge amount we can do, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so it's in your own gaff. Well, that's it exactly. Um, so probably just something small in the house, I'd say. Lovely. Ah, uh, you're a romantic kind of guy, are you? Um, I'd like to think so. All right. Well, listen. If you had a thousand euro, more importantly, what would you buy her? Um, probably a five hundred euro voucher. <laughs> <laughs> She'd love that. I'd say so. Right. So you normally get sevens or eights. Nobby yeah. got Nobby got a nine this morning off air. Right. Okay. I'm proud of the one I got wrong. To be honest with you, proud of it. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Best luck, man. Thanks. The game begins in three, two, one. What does a thermometer measure? Heat. How many Olympic rings are there? Five. In what Disney film do the ugly sisters appear? Cinderella. What food is the base of guacamole? Avocado. True or false, Rita Ora wore a fedora on her holidays in Andorra. <laughs> Oh. What's one quarter of 180? 45. What's the largest ocean in the world? Uh, the Atlantic. Irish Greg won 2019's Love Island, but who was his partner? Amber. In what film did Bruce Willis play a boxer called Bruce? Butch, sorry, sorry, Butch. Um, play a boxer. No, no idea. Cinderella, man. Uh, and who is the current manager of the Republic of Ireland? Um, oh my God, I'm looking at him. Um, yeah. Ex-Dundalk manager. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be killed by the lads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, come on. You know the answer to Love Island. Do. You don't know who the Ireland manager is. What sort of man are you? Uh, hang on a second. Everyone remembers Amber. Oh yeah, well that's true. Come on. She was beautiful. Come on. We're out of time. I need, I I need this from you. I can't the Ireland manager that. took Daddy Mick guy. McCarthy's gig mid-Covid <laughs> just took his gig from him we know I'm brutal brought them to Europe come on come on always looks like somebody's going to tap him on the shoulder and say what are you doing here his, <laughs> his second name is, is the same as the Liverpool legend who's called uh, King Kenny oh Stephen Kenny yay, yay. thanks for the help lad <laughs> I don't know if I can accept that. New Amber in a second. And the Ireland uh, manager. Oh, you had me there, lads. <laughs> stumped. I was stumped. Uh, the thermometer measures temperature. You said heat, so I don't know uh, ah, come on. where we would have been if it had come down to that. I don't know. Temperature, you th- that's what... Heat. Definition of temperatures. Yeah, it can be Body cold heat, heat and, and warm heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are five rings. Cinderella for the Ugly Sisters. Avocado. Uh, Rita Ora she'd look good in a fedora but I don't um, 45 is right the largest ocean in the world is the Pacific ah uh, okay yeah and do you remember Pulp Fiction oh we do butch. yeah butch remember step aside butch step aside whenever I go through step aside I say step aside butch very good <laughs> and Stephen Kenny you didn't get there in the end but uh, what did you get you got five today Adam Oh, great, really. Well, it's been oh, a low-scoring week. Really slow. We had, we had nine on Tuesday, but that's about it. Everybody else has been getting. Somebody else got a two, a three. I think a three and a yeah, four. So you're kind of mid. You're mid-table this well, week. That makes me feel a bit better. Yeah. Listen, uh, enjoy your birthday celebrations with your missus. I will indeed. Thanks and for having a go.
Thank you very much, guys. Fair right. play to you. Nice song, Jim. Good morning. Bye-bye. Bye. F104, it's the Strawberry Arm Clock with Post Malone and Circles. It's 20 to 9. We're here on the Strawberry All this week with our good pals at Circle K. As you can hear, the WhatsApps are flying in. Flying. Flying in. And we have two lads who are always busy on the move, flying around, which is exactly who Circle K want to go and check out their stores. Fill up, grab and go. There's no excuse not to fit a delicious gourmet breakfast in. Uh, you can choose whatever type of breakfast you like every day for a year. Who have we got to play, Jim? We have Wayne versus Stephen. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Very good, very good. Would you like free brekkie for a year? Absolutely, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. Well, we wouldn't say no. No, you wouldn't. Who'd say no? Nobody'd say no. Okay, <laughs> Jim. Okay, uh, here we go. Right. Uh, Wayne, I'm going to start with you. Wayne, I'm going to ask you a question about Stephen. What does Stephen do for a living? Is he a meter reader or a security guard? Uh, say security guard. He's not... He is a meter reader. Oh, didn't we have a gas reader person this week too? We do. That's what, just, that's what put me off there. Was yeah, yeah. The week. Are you a meter? Do you do gas or what? Do you, what kind of meters do you do, Stephen? <laughs> yeah, I do gas. Yeah, just gas. All right, Stephen. What does Wayne do for a living, though? Is he, from what you can gather from his voice, is he a postman or a milkman? I'd say post. Yeah, I'd say postman too. Not name. many. There's not too many milkmen around now. Uh, I don't know. Mm, they still have to deliver it to shops, you know. But you're right. He is a postman. Or what, how do you put it, Wayne? Glorified bill giver. <laughs> <laughs> you not do parcels as well, no? I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Stephen has a favorite film. But what is his favorite film? Is it Rocky? Or is it Schindler's List? Ooh, two good ones. Uh, oh, Schindler's List. Is he a heavy bananas film kind of guy? I can't see that being anyone's favourite film, really. But no. no, Rocky is his favourite film. Ah, well, there goes that one. There goes the breakfast as well. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, who yep. is Wayne's best friend? Is it Stephen or Dave? Uh, Dave. Could be another Stephen, could it? His best mate is Steve, Stephen, yeah. You're not his best mate, are you? And you just don't know anything about each other? No, no. <laughs> so how does the score sound now, Jim? At the score at the moment, uh, Wayne hasn't scored anything, but Stephen has scored one. Right. Is that right? Well, down to this, yeah. <laughs> is that right? Does Bradley Walsh... It's just easier when it's a man and a woman. I can't tell with the two lads. I can't Never differentiate them. It's a draw. All right, so... <laughs> Now we're going to do, we're going to talk about their uh, lady friends now. Okay, Stephen, where did Wayne meet his missus? Did he meet her at a wedding, or did he meet her in the yacht pub? Very specific. Can I ask where he does post? No, you can't. <laughs> in Dublin. Um, <laughs> well, I would say a wedding. Wedding. Okay. I, if that was me playing I probably would have said the yacht just thinking it's very specific yeah it was very specific you did I throw in it's very specific to throw you off you could do that yeah yeah has a cone across the car park at the moment the yacht it was the yacht <gasps> that's where they met it didn't have 20 years ago <laughs> did what I probably wish it did 20 years ago <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne 
Where did Stephen meet his missus? Did he meet her in Club Sarah nightclub in Rathfarnham? Oh, that was cool. Or at a bar in Swords? Club Sarah. Very specific again. Yeah. And that one was throwing you off. It was a bar in Swords. Oh. Which means, Stephen, you got one right. Puts you through to the final just before Same. 10 this morning. Somebody's going to win that big prize of Circle K breakfast for a year. Yeah. All right. Hard luck, Wayne. Uh, thanks, lads. Have a good morning. Well done. Back to posting the bills. En- yeah. Enjoy your enjoy your run this morning. Ah, he's running down the shake, okay, now may as well stop and have some beef. Sure they don't know each other. <laughs> I have to pay for it now. Well, if they know each other, they don't talk much. <laughs> Sounds like they want to be best friends. Hi, friend. Hi, <laughs> friend. friend. Right, see you, lads. Well done. Thank you. And another qualifier again who just gets one into the final. That's that's why it's so easy to play. Thank you very much to Circle K, your nearest store. You'll find it at circlek.ie. The final is on the way. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Autobuy. Tell your car the easy way. Instant cash for your car today. Visit autobuy.ie. So the launch day for Strictly Come Dancing has been confirmed. Head judge Sir Shirley Ballas confirmed on the one show last night that the pre-recorded launch will air on the 17th of October. Put this one in your... Diary for the big fans of it. Yeah. The live shows will start a week later on the 24th of October. So they do that thing where they, they match you up with your dancers that you've already been. Is that pre recorded that bit? Way in advance. Sounds like it all is, yeah. So it's it's kind of like, takes it off the edge a bit. No? They know. always match them by height. That's how I guess it. So if there's a, if there's a short oh, dancer, yeah. they have a short partner, you know? That would be, yeah, it would make sense, I suppose. They're jump. Uh, so in EastEnders, there is a big, bad. Baddy coming back. Ew. Lucas Johnson. Don Gillett will reprise his role later on this year and turn Din- Diane Parrish's life upside down once again. He explains here what it's like to perform these intense You absolute banana! So D- Diane Parrish is Denise? Yeah. Is he the fellow who tried to kill her in, in the gaff years ago? He tried to kill her, like he was. A, he got away with it, he, not, and he killed her husband. Is that your man from Park Life? No. Yeah, she. He killed Park Life lad, and got away with it. And you should get up. yourself some exercise. As long as you've got the, everyone else working around you, aware of how intense these scenes are, so you don't get, you know, EastEnders revealed poking their cameras in your face, which is so annoying. While you're trying to, you know, keep with your process. <laughs> but apart from that, then. It is hard work, but it's fun work because it's rewarding because you know you're going to achieve what you're looking for. And when they call action, just do it. It really is a case of just doing it, just seeing what happens in the moment. As long as the words come out, then the director won't be upset. Don Gillis, how do I know him? No, he's not the fella. He's a different fella. I'm not the... I'm complete... I don't know. Yeah, you do. Do you want to hear about... I uh, he was a different fella. No, Daniel... No, I want to tell you another thing because there's another uh, coming back to Soapland. Who? Well, this one isn't... Now, don't tell me it's Fair City now, Jim. Don't no, say it. it's not Fair City. No, it's not. All right, leave me alone. Helen Flanagan is desperate. That's Rosie, isn't it? Sorry, hang on. That's not the end of the sentence. That's Sophie. Helen Flanagan is desperate to reprise her role as Rose for a third Corrie stint. What do you mean third? Did she go away again? The mum of two is expecting her third child with fiancé Scott. Don't know who he is. And she says that while her children are a priority right now, she really misses everything Corrie. Since 2017. Well, she's been in Curry all her life. So, yeah, I'd say it's a bit like your arm or your phone is, is left at home. 
if you're not in it. Would you say it's the same thing? I'd say it's very similar, yeah. Like, she literally grew up on that set with those actors, with those people. She probably thinks Sally Webster is actually her real-life ma, even though she's not. Um, you know, I'd say she misses Sophie. And this is hardly news. Barbara Broccoli said that Daniel Craig's last Bond film will be No Time to Die. We knew that about three years don't ago, Babs. Don't mind her. Let's hear from Daniel Craig himself. Here he is talking about handing... The roll, the, ba- the baton. I bet she says baton, not baton. I just said roll because no one. No one's I bet she says baton, right? Well, that not, is the correct. Not baton. It's baton. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah, but it's probably correct, but it's not the way I say it. This is going to be my last bond. I think. I think. I, I don't think. I, I think do I've think? done enough. People are going to get sick, sick of the sight of me, um, and someone, someone else should have a go. There has been talk a woman, even. Or an African American, or a black person. The right person for the job, you know. I mean, I think that's kind of what it should be. I mean, I, I, it's like, uh, I, it's. I'm. I'm think that's a. Everybody should be considered, but it's. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I also for women and for um, um, uh, sort of African American, there should be great parts anyway <laughs> across the board. It mm-hmm. shouldn't have to be Bond that takes. You know, it just doesn't need to be Bond. It should just be. Uh, just need to be written some good parts. I don't care what colour Bond is, obviously. It has to be a man. The character's a man. Yeah. There's loads of great heroin. Hazel, stop giving me the eyes. Don't wrap me. The eyes? You'd be lucky to get just the eyes. <laughs> but, like, are there other great female characters and they shouldn't be played by well, men? Hey, isn't there, you know, the, the female... Uh, there's the female version of... Uh, 2020 is Sher- hard enough, lads. Come on. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. That's that's worked out very well. Sherlock's sister, isn't it? Uh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Doctor Who, Sherlock yes. Whitaker. Very good, yeah. Yeah. I don't see any reason why not. I think more people care about Bond though than Doctor Who. I think it was shot. It should be shot in Oliver. But why Bond. does that make a difference? I think I'm going to be shot by Hazen. Yes, in you few are. Minutes. Uh, that's dish it there for now. I'm going to get out while it's still alive. <laughs> Double seven to four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now go live to the car park of IKEA and speak woo. to one of Ireland's woo. woo, one of Ireland's leading entertainers and funny people, Jason Byrne. What are you buying in IKEA? What are you going in for? Well, I went, I was looking for a prop. I'm trying to make a coronavirus head. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> to try and do a coronavirus head sketch, so I went in and I found uh, a paper lampshade, you know, the round ones. Yeah. So that's the start of it. That's the base. You know, um, if you get a plastic toy trumpet and take the, the bugle end off it, snap yeah. it off, that looks like the little spores. It's expensive, though. You need on, some on a, toilet rolls, yeah. might do it. Painted toilet rolls. I wonder. Uh, no, I was in IKEA. Yeah. I, I arrived at half nine and I opened at ten. There's a really, I don't know if anybody's been here this time. At 10 o'clock it goes, bing bong, Ikea is now open. Have a good day. <laughs> bing bong, going, jeez. All the cultures <laughs> are locked out of Dublin, so they can't get in the queue at the moment. Oh, my God. When is that culture date when they come for Christmas? When's that date? It's the 8th of December. It's like, so every day is like the opposite of that now. <laughs> I went for a walk in the Dublin mountains into Braddon Forest um, with a, with a, uh, to actually do a podcast. And two fellas ran by me. You know, I told you, it's mad in Dublin. They're actually running up the mountains, two lads. Oh, there's Jason Bourne. What are you doing up here? <laughs> so I just need people to know that I do actually leave my house and I'm, a, I'm allowed to walk, like, you know what I mean? All a the, podcast the in the forest, is it about dogging? De- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yes, it is. It's about spotting other dogs <laughs> in the forest. No, it's very, very interesting. The ones you put on a lead. Okay. <laughs> I saw that I saw you putting that up and you were with a guy who likes to Derek. he's an adventurer yeah Derek Cullen like I mean I couldn't be doing what he does you know he says he, you know he went around he walked around Ireland and then he walked in a couple of countries or sorry he cycled in a couple of countries in Africa you know what I mean I'm just too much of a scaredy cat for all that 
The minute I leave my house, I think someone's going to attack me. But I'm I, from Ballantyre. I used to be afraid going into town in case the story buds came up to me. <laughs> the story buds. So, I mean, what are you doing here? That's funny because I was from Raffarnham and you'd be afraid of the Ballantyre heads. So the Ballantyre heads were afraid of the town heads. No, but then we were a bit afraid of you. Oh yeah, with the yellow house. You were probably called the yellow houses. But then yeah. you see, his holy lands where Baz is from. That was like... Shut up your face, haven't you? Now, for people to follow you on social media, they'll know that you are big into mental health and fitness and funniness and it all working together. So, oh. a few weeks ago, I know you're a regular runner on a famous beach in Dublin on the north side. And, uh, and I was going to... You had the hat on and these glasses on. And By the way, who runs with glasses on, Jason Byrne? I'm sorry now. They were shit no, sunglasses. No, listen, come here. I'm in, loads of people at Rome will tell you why. It's not because it's too shiny. Is it the sand, is it? It's the wind. Yeah, it goes into your eyes and you start I start watering and everything it's all it's not to look cool at all. So I was like But I do look cool. Well I go over to see him and say hello to him and I was like, nah, look he's in yeah. the zone, so I left you alone. But when I came up the uh, steps Nobby, yeah. I was like, which I would because I know you're into your jammers. I was like, which car is Oh, Jason's? you're gonna kill! You see, I'm afraid to tell you what car I got because I every it, oh. time I tell you, you always go, oh, you dope, <laughs> right? So what I got, I went into because uh, I always had the BMW, right? Can I just go back to the steps of Port Marnock? And I looked up around and I saw a, a five series estate. Was that yours? No, I'd never buy an estate. Okay, right. I don't know which car. Like was. I don't have five Labradors. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, if you're or, doing dogging podcasts, you, so Nobby, you what do you think? Car is he's afraid to tell you because you're going to give out to him. Did what? you go? Did you go hybrid or electric or something? Did you go electric? You went electric, didn't you? I went hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah, because I had a five series, and I said to your man, "Listen, I want something that's a bit more crack because this thing's like you know, it's like a boring couch. It's grand, like, but it doesn't do anything." And uh, I says, "But I need, a, I need a bit of electric, you know, a bit of hybrid because I need to be saving the planet and the fuel and all." And he then said, "Well, I'm going to put you in this jammer." Right, 530E No Come on Nobby You must know 330 330E That's it ah, Bang yeah, yeah yeah Now It's 250 brake horsepower And the thing is an animal But it does go into There is electric mode But uh, I have found out that The electric mode Doesn't really last too long It's about 50 <laughs> kilometres is it a new? Is it relatively new one or a new new one? No, or? it's twenty eight. I know I never buy a new car. Okay, so it's I'm me out for the sun. Right. What are you doing buying a new car? The minute you drive that out, there, right. it's five grand is gone. Yeah, Mister Berm is right. It doesn't matter. I plug it in at night in my three pin socket right beside my hair dryer. <laughs> and your phone beside it. Yeah, my phone and my hair dryer and my BMW all plugged in together. And your Fitbit. Uh, the accidental adventures of Onion O'Brien. Yeah, we're on it again. Back for the third book. I thought there was the second yeah. one. The third one, you've already done three. Yeah, so the third one is about... Now, it's like, because I'm real nostalgia head, so I love, um, you know, f- so Famous Five, Red Hand Gang, Hardy Boys. So this one is really cool. It's it's Junior O'Brien and his little gang again, the Five O's, and there's a lo- uh, they go to visit an old people's home, and then we find out there's a Russian scientist there. In this, yeah, he's undercover. And a really cool team because a lot of old people right now are kind of cocooning. And I, I have a real soft spot for old people. I mm. love to hear their stories because yeah. when they're walking by you slowly and all, you just look at them and go, ah, there's another old person. But they've had a life, you know. And if you ask any of them, they've had some amazing life because they've lived through amazing things. And so um, it actually comes from when I was a kid. I used to visit people in uh, Simpsons Hospital in the U Club, something we had to do. And we sat down with the Elfers and the Elvins, and they were telling us they were in like the Rising, they were in World War One, World War Two, like just during the eighties and all. We were like, "Oh no, my God!" And we just kept going, "But you're old." They're going, "Yeah, but I wasn't old years ago." <laughs> and they have a great so, sense of humour. Like they get on really well with kids. You know. Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah. So I mean, that connection like, is like, great. Yeah, it's like my dad. Like no, he did. He passed away there about six months ago, whatever. But 
he was it, your your dad is always the best granddad ever, and was just like a rubbish dad. He's <laughs> like, like when, he, when the grandkids come in, he's like, "Ah, oh, hell yes, here's some money, brilliant. Want to go for walk the shops? La la la." Do you want to read? I'll read this book to you. When I was a kid, you come in from school here and your dad be like, don't be annoying me. Go over there. Shoot your mouth with the telly on. Right, you know, where yeah. did this blow come from? So anyway, the children's book, yes, is a Russian scientist and it's, it's, it's an homage to old people. It's great crack. Because what he do is, uh, he's, is he's, he invents a machine that he hides in the basement and he's able to stop Alzheimer's or, um, you know, Parkinson's. But basically what he does is he can give the old people 100% brain power for about seven or eight hours. That's what he can do. And so the, the Onion and his mates are all walking around the town. And they keep seeing the, the people that they visited, who are like kind of, you know, frail in their chairs. Later on, they're on motorbikes, skydiving, <laughs> doing that, and they're going, how's this happening? And so that's what it's about. We all, the whole story is about finding out like how that's happening, because nobody knows that the, the scientist is up to that. And then we find out if he's a baddie or a goodie. Is there more pressure writing a kid's book? I remember seeing an interview with Roald Dahl, and he said, most adults just read a book and then they just they put it away and they never read it again. But children will read the book over and over and over. So yeah. you probably they're going to probably read this book five six times. So you have to make sure everything is rock and roll yeah. all the way through. Yeah, it's pretty complicated uh, writing a children's book. Uh, I mean, it was like going back to well, I I've never been to university. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going back to university, lads. You know, I can't believe I said that. It was like going back to university when I finished my doctorate in my in my doctor. But I, yeah, so I was, so Gail Books, basically, the editor there, <laughs> Catherine, she's been, she was teaching me how to write books, basically. And every time I, I'd come in with different versions of the children's books, she's going, oh my God, we stopped trying to write a Harry Potter. And I'm going, I'm not, which I was. <laughs> I had about 67 characters, and she goes, no, 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 there's too much. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like a maths equation, because they always say to you, don't patronize the children with like small words. Don't make the words too big. Don't make the story too complicated, but don't make it too easy. It's like, what? What? So, yeah, there is a little system to it. And then, yeah, you've got to keep the child, or um, you know, engaged in the story. Mm. And you've got to, that's why I'm, I'm quite good at doing it, because I'm very visual, uh, kind of animated head. Yeah. So that's good. And I've written a book. Basically, I write the books as if I'm 12 or 13, and I'd like to pick them up. So there's lots of illustrations in there as well, which are really cool. Yeah, I, get, I get the impression it doesn't take you that long to tap into that 12-year-old Jason. <laughs> yes. No, no. <laughs> and jelly babies out of your belly button. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, listen. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So, so look, all good. New car, IKEA, COVID head, doing sketches. The Accidental Adventures of Onion O'Brien, The Secret Scientist, is out now. It's the third one in the series. Get it yeah. for the little people you know. And uh, Jason, always good to talk to you. Thanks, lads. And uh, next time I'm in Port Marnock, Nobby, will you come up to me? You know what I mean? I'll come up and ask you, ask you for a selfie and, and an autograph. <laughs> yeah. I won't, I won't have any proper glasses on. I'll go, oh, no problem, young fella. No I'll see him, Jim. Like, you know those sales rep shiny glasses? Yeah. Jogging. Yeah. Jogging. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, brilliant, lads. Good luck. Brilliant. Cheers, dude. Thanks, guys. I love that. I wish I could use a swear word. It's you make one. Effing hmm. brilliant. Hmm. Do a leap mm. on the story with mm. Clock Life One Four. Levitating. Is it a touch of you make me want to leave the one I'm with? with a new relationship. I don't know. That's just good. It's great. Don't get me wrong. Sue and Sandyford bopping away to it. Love it. Absolute tune. It's a total bop. That's my favorite song of this year. I'm not going to change my mind. I'm going to. I'm going to leave that tune in all the all the studios and say, Hey, everyone, play that today, will you? Play it. Play it loud. Right. It's so, Friday. It's Friday night. Well, it will be in in a few hours from now. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> it's Friday night. Friday night for us. Them, Friday 31 morning. minutes, Friday night for us. So, uh, Maddie, she's yeah. a TikToker. You may have seen her knocking around. She's uh, always experimenting with her grub. Okay. And she says that she's invented a more efficient way of eating your burger and chips, or as she calls them, fries. Fries. Where she's from. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to play you what she does now in a second, but I'll just, will I describe it to you first? Describe so the burger. What she does. Yeah. She gets her burger, dips the side of it in her sauce, which is a garlic sauce. Yeah. Then dips that into her fries, which stick and stick to the burger. And then you get Stickless. then you get the crunch and the garlic and the burger in one mouthful. So it's like the Klingon chips to your burger. If you're already hungry, my apologies. Here's how she Okay, guys, it. I just want to show you guys how sometimes I eat my burgers, and it's the most efficient way, and you need to try it. I always get the sauce on the side if it's like a special sauce that I love. Like this is like a special garlic aioli that's the best thing on the planet. Then if I have my fries out, I connect the fries to the burger. Connect the now fries. Now every bite has a great chunk of aioli and a great taste of fry. Like that crunch. So. Oh God, yeah. Oh. She's wolfing that now. There's a fella called Max. I told you about him before. He's a sandwich expert. You see him on TV shows yeah. and he's on he's online he's, and he has a book out and everything. And he says every sandwich that you make and if you're making a sandwich for your dinner tonight you have to have six elements. You have to have bread salty Butter. sweet crunchy. You have to have something crunchy. So she's onto something with the, with the fries mm. in there. You have to have a crunch. Um, I can't remember the other three. Like... <laughs> The only thing about her the Maddie there is yeah, There's six anyway Her mouth moves In the exact same way As Veruca Salt From Charlie And the Chocolate Factory Yeah And the way we've Paused her video now She looks like it's you know, flattering It looks like <laughs> Back when things were normal Somebody outside a bar <laughs> At three in the morning What you saying? It's not Yeah it's, it's not a valid day So dip your Dip your burger it, Although your burger Will have its own sauce That'll clash Well it might clash But anyway And then you stick The chips on the side But they connect With the anyway, chips She does video, uh, food videos All the time apparently And this one Has gone absolutely crazy So People are into it Give her the follow On TikTok If you like your grub Maddie Goetz Is her name G-O-E-T-Z Maddie Goetz G-O-E-T-Z Right Donald Trump by the way This morning is saying That the reason he's not bald it's cause of McDonald's chips. Well, he wears them on his head, does he? <laughs> I don't know. This is before he had a test, so he probably has bigger issues to worry about now. The Coronas. He released an album and all this madness. He's only going for a walk. He's not going to. Uh, he's not going on uh, out on one. Not going out out. Who's out out? You don't go out out. Did you ever see that comedian? Yeah. Talking about going out or going out out. Yeah. But they're yeah. in San Diego. Yeah, I know, but tonight, he said, I'm going out tonight. Oh. Let me go for a walk around the block. Then me back home. Walk the dog. Might go, might go around to, uh, you know. A shop? One of the, we might go around to, to one of the other lads' house. Oh, well, only if you're one. Only if just one him, person. Yeah, to work on a tune, maybe. Right, we're going to ring somebody. We're going to say, come here to me, whoever you are, person. Circle K, want to give you a fantastic prize. Free breakfast for a year. Let's dial them up. Thanks to everyone for playing this during the week. We had a good crack with that. Hello. Jack. Speaking. Jack from Jack O'Grady from Swords. That's it. It's Jim Jim and Nobby speaking to you. Hello. How's it going, lads? Swords, swords, swords. Now, it all blurs into one for us. We don't remember. Uh, but who were you playing during the week? Um, I think her name was Lorraine. 
Lorraine. Lorraine. And what do we find out about you during this yeah. g- the game? What do we know? Uh, uh, you found out that I eat Cocoa Pops. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What kind of electrician eat Cocoa Pops? Yeah. <laughs> the Cocoa Pops electrician, that's it. Yeah. Well, Jack, you'll be... Uh, You'll be putting the Cocoa Pops away Put and you'll be away. having breakfast every day for a year in Circle K. Every job you're on the way to, every morning in your van, you're going to have to take a detour to a fantastic Circle K and get your brekkie. Yeah, I think I'll manage that. Happy hour, right? And if you get <laughs> lost, there's always Circle K. You can find your nearest door. Ah, happy days. <laughs> Deadly. Maybe you should, uh, will you document your, your year? Just WhatsApp us in the odd breakfast every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Just I've to make won, have I? Huh? It's all yours. You've won it, yeah. No way. Way. It's worth a few grand. So when you're getting your when you're getting your sausages or whatever you're having, your veggie omelette, veggie omelette, or your brioche or whatever it is, just go. Thanks, lads. Send us now a picture. Let us, let <laughs> yeah, us know. Deadly. So yeah, I'll definitely do that. When what's, we've forgotten about this in a few months, yeah. you'll be still munching. That's deadly. You'll be munching twelve months from I don't know soon. Ah, oh, the lads are gonna love me in work now. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Enjoy it. I will. Thanks very much, lad. And thanks for having us on. And uh, yeah, yeah. Coca pops just at the weekend now, maybe whenever you're not working. Whatever. Yeah, you're, maybe the odd want. day. The odd day. <laughs> Treat yourself. Thanks a lot, lad. All right, no problem. Cheers, congratulations. Have a good day. See you, good Jack. Boy, boy. Good luck. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.